0: The following is a presentation of Muddy River News.
1: Hi, it's Chad from The Liquor Booth, wishing you a festive holiday season. Check out our large selection of bourbons, whiskeys, and tequilas. The Liquor Booth, 3520 Broadway, Quincy. We have all the holiday spirits you need.
0: Welcome to the Daily Muddy. I'm Bob Goff, alongside uh, Brittany Bowl. How are you today?
1: Good, thanks. How are you? I'm great.
0: Uh, at Monday night's Quincy City Council meeting, uh, a lot of things discussed. David Adam has three stories on uh, Muddy River News about it, but I wanted to pull one nugget out and talk about it with you a little bit because it's a topic you enjoy so much. Yes. The uh, food and beverage tax is projected. Well, has a hundred as 1.5 million dollars in it now. It was projected to have seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in it mike ryan called that out at the city council meeting and said well why don't we cut this tax back you know it's got more than it thought we're always going to find a way to spend this money and mayor trope said well we're giving a million dollars a target okay so talk a little bit about a million and a half dollars that's a lot of uh, quarters out of uh, beers at uh, yeah. spring street
1: yeah okay i guess like <laughs> back it up real quick why this is my favorite tax yeah um in 2019 when this was proposed as a Mm -hmm. bill this was about the first time that i think i got involved in local government it was the first time it like actually affected me to Mm -hmm. my to my face right and by what i mean to my face um a local businessman approached me at the bar um that i work at every monday i work a shift at spring street and he kind of sold me on this idea or tried to sell me on Mm -hmm. this idea if you would i think what he wanted from me was my guerrilla marketing skills and hoping that like i was really gonna push this idea and say hey you know what this is for the good of quincy this is good but um yeah i feel so used (laughs) (laughs) not not really not really um no i took a step back i i did a little research for myself and realized this is this isn't exactly going to benefit me. Right. Um, it's a, it was a proposed 2% food and beverage tax, which originally was for pensions and got denied for pensions. Right. And then they proposed it again for tourism. Mm-hmm. And it was just so vague for me. Like I couldn't stand the thought of um, a tax where we didn't know exactly what tourism meant. Right. Um, we were pulling numbers that said 35 to 40% of tourists are the people who go out to eat. We were pulling these numbers from, I believe it was the Quincy Next Strategic Plan that did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In hopes to, again, steer this ship, pass this bill, and eventually, um, you know, the public spoke out. I spoke out a lot about it and against it because said businessman doesn't know exactly how sidebars work. Or side business bars work I don't think Um, if you're raising it just 2% we're not gonna be able to put 2% on our our price we raise things to a quarter Mm -hmm. and um, when you raise it to a quarter uh, the initial consumer response is to take it from the server hence the tips right Um, but I was told you know this this is the betterment for the community this is the betterment for the overall um, long haul you know Mm -hmm and I see that I understand where you're coming from but that benefit just we're not gonna see it I mean the benefit is essentially I believe the 45 by 30 plan is what we're, we're shooting for um well, we're not even at 40 right now so. I know so I think the people that voted for this are believing wholeheartedly that we are going to hit 45 by 30 and mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, 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 I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying this is why this tax was put into place. Okay. So that was my backstory on why I don't care for the tax so much. And, um, my boy, Mike Ryan, um, (laughs) that was awesome. Another thing he did that, uh, let's talk about real quick in a year after the tax got put into place. So it did get put into place. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a, what was the vote? It was a tie broke. 7-7 vote, seven,
0: seven vote Mayor, then Mayor Kyle Moore broke the tie.
1: Okay, so once it got put into place, a year later after COVID hit, my boy Mike Grine put, put in um, an ordinance saying, let's pull this back. You know, we, we shouldn't put this on the taxpayers. This is, this is not something that, if what we're wanting is to make Quincy grow, this is not the way to do it. That ordinance got shut down. They said, no, you know, this tax is into place. It, it's happening. And now we found that, um, I guess, the sunset clause is coming up. It's not coming up this election, but it's coming up the, the following. is
0: suns- in April. I spoke with uh, City Treasurer Linda Moore, and she believes the sunset will be in place in April, will, uh, go into, will go into effect April 2025. And the sunset means the tax would go away unless it's voted to be reestablished. Cool. So- so and you, you we and there's also going to be a whole different slew of city council members on there by then. Uh, you're going to have uh, John Mast, who is a supporter of the tax, is going. He is he is leaving the uh, city council. You've also got Parker Freiberg, who's leaving the city council. Uh, you got Patty Maples, who was appointed and is now running for reelection. You've also got Ben Uzelak who is a very strong supporter of the tax and also a strong supporter of COVID shutdowns uh, during the pandemic of, of shutting off people's water if they didn't follow the guidelines uh, regarding the pandemic. And and so you have, there are a lot of factors at play here. And uh, I, you know, that tax, again, has, has generated a lot of money. And there's two schools of thought. It's like, okay, it's a lot of money.
1: Why aren't we using it why for are we the using, constituents of Quincy right. and not these tourists is what I'm asking. Or do
0: we just say we're going to just kill the tax? So Which
1: that would be my biggest vote. Right. Because why are we putting this burden on the constituents of Quincy. I just feel like this tax in general is not putting Quincy first.
0: Well, I mean, you know, there. I mean, Quincy has a lot of infrastructure issues, and I know they've so, got money where they're spending that. And I know, you know, the water mains and the sewer mains and all that has to be fixed. And you've got a big price tag coming up on that. And I know they're going to get an EPA loan from the Illinois EPA to fix some of that, or to work on that. Then, but eventually, that loan has to be paid back.
1: Bob, certain money is designated for certain things. I understand that.
0: Know? Yes, I understand that. But it's like, at any time, they could change, as they did when they said, okay, we want this to go to pension and they voted it down and now it's supposed to go for tourism.
1: Which is condescending. I mean, it's almost downright slappy in the face if you ask me.
0: Well, because if you look at it this way, and it's like, okay, you're going to give this money to entice people to have new events to bring people to town. But then you have other people who've had multiple events for multiple years who can't get it. But now, they're already in the second phase of this in the second year, and you've already got people who got money for their new event last year, and they're getting money for their event this year, and it's no longer a new event.
1: It just seems a little crooked.
0: So why don't you give the money to the Quincy Shootouts, the... Even though it's sadly it looks like it's gone the grand prix of carding on um, the there was one other event that uh, that i you and i had talked about earlier but anyway there are oh uh, little peoples uh, there are multiple events that have that have wanted this they said oh no you it's got to be a new event okay well not anymore not the way you're doing it now so you have to have some consistencies on this and now this fund has generated a million and a half dollars again a million of it's going to target but it's going to gen it's going to continue to generate more than a million dollars a year as long as it's in so then when 2020 in april 2025 rolls around and you've got not only you might have a new mayor by then now that new mayor won't be sworn in until may 1st mike trope will be the current mayor but you know he, he could either still be the mayor or he could be done we don't know that you've also got aldermen who are going to be possibly lame ducks on there uh and aldermen who are still on there and my thing is if you've got a sunset that expires right before you got new aldermen and possibly new mayor being sworn in it's not right though that needs that that vote needs to be happen after we've had a new round of elections we're going to have this round of elections in 2023 we'll have another in the spring of 2025 so why would you not say okay we're going to vote on this sun because you could have all you could have a lame duck beat group who votes to keep it in Now, I don't see that happening with the current makeup of the council. Um, Anyway, there's a lot of dynamics and a lot of things to play. And again, you know, you've got the money that's going to target. You've got Mayor Trope talking about another big box that he wants to use the money for. Um, You've got the the events that go before the, you know, bet on Quincy, bet on Q committee. Again, so many factors in here. Name change. Uh, But you've got so many factors and you've got so many different ways and you've got this you know people have called it a slush fund because
1: that's essentially what you can it is. kind
0: of do what you want with the money apparently you know, one
1: of the biggest proponents for it I will not name him because he's a good friend of mine he he and I argued about this back and forth back and forth and now he says as as being a proponent you were right it's a slush fund you know why it's because we didn't know what it was for initially we changed right. it three or four times and it's just not something that you should do on a tax on the taxpayer's dime it's just Again, like I said, it's, it's a little crooked.
0: Well, I think that what we're gonna see is uh, over the next two years, especially with a new council coming in, this fund's gonna have a lot more scrutiny on it. And people are gonna look at this money and, you know, again, how's it gonna be spent? is the you know what what authority does the committee have how much money how much what is their limit that they're allowed to spend and then come april 2025 or if it gets tabled or what have you then you're gonna have a major decision to make but my thing is and a lot of people are like you know government Taxes never go away. Once the government no. puts something in, they get addicted to the money and they want to keep the money flowing. Exactly. So it's like do they will they keep it? Will they keep the tax in place? Will they find a more concrete use for it or will they get rid of the tax? And one of those three things is going to happen come 2020, come April 2025.
1: So Bob with a local bracket breakdown for us.
0: <laughs> well, I mean again, it's just again, taxes never Go away. They just don't. When they get put in like this, it's very rare.
1: I think a little angry to begin with, you know? Again, it fuels, it it, it did fuel me to get involved in local government. And I guess that's the one light thing that came from this for me, but, yep, but now I'm paying a quarter for every transaction.
0: <laughs> and uh, well, uh, you know, like I said, if you're, when you're still out and about and you're know, you still working, uh, you know, people, you know, remember that and just, you know, just, just keep the tips flowing, keep all, you know, and again, keep supporting local businesses because yeah. a lot of them did not want this to happen. And but then you had that tax of our community and then you had inflation on top of it and, that after the last COVID. two years and COVID. So they're going through a lot right now and they've been very resilient and, uh, but still right now it's very, you, you, you Go out to eat on a Friday or Saturday night in Quincy. Good luck finding unless you go out early because it's still packed. So people are, and I think that's what the city's like. the the, the, the city father, the people who support this tax, like they're going to come anyway. They're going to do it anyway. So we're just going to take the money.
1: Nobody likes to cook.
0: (laughs) I like to cook. I
1: do. Um, I I do too. I'm just saying they they figured it out. (laughs) They figured us out. I know. And now they know how to get our money.
0: Right. Well, um, I want to thank you for stopping by. Thanks for having me. And I want Ashley to get better so she can be back tomorrow.
1: Please get better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye bye. Thanks.
1: Dazzle your friends and family this holiday season and do it right with beautiful furniture and stunning accessories from Harvey's Furniture. And happy holidays from all of us at Harvey's Furniture. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. Quincy
0: Warehouse Bargains is your Quincy home improvement store. It's the only store of its kind in the Quincy area. We offer flooring, mattresses, area rugs, dining sets, couches, appliances, and much more. And have more products to come so we can better serve the Quincy and Tri-State community. Our staff is ready to help you find what you need to make your house a home. Quincy Warehouse Bargains, 4100 North 24th Street, Quincy. Muddy River News. Our home. Our news.